G'day guys, Shrek here. Welcome to the Noob Sparrow Podcast. This is interviews with spearfishing experts, authorities and characters from around the world. But today, it's something a little bit different. It's uh, it's the inaugural Noob Sparrow slash underwater fanatics freedive and spearfishing course. We spent three days on North Straybroke Island and on the last night, we kind of did a roundtable group interview and had a whole bunch of fun and a few beers, of course, as you're probably getting used to if you're listening to the podcast a few times. Um, what is the freedive and spearfishing course? It's a, It was designed to help people get competent, confident, and have fun spearing uh, over a long weekend on some of the uh, on one of the islands off Brisbane. I ran it with Kieran Limpus from Underwater Fanatics. Uh, we had an absolute blast. We learned a ton, uh, and we did a whole bunch of stuff right, and then we also had a lot of learning opportunities as well. But we had magic conditions. The blokes really loved it, and I hope it comes through loud and clear in this interview. Um, fun safe, no ego. These are the values Noob Sparrow sort of goes for and it was great to sort of watch the rubber meet the road and, you know, put these guys through some exercises and help them to be able to get down and uh, and start maybe shooting some fish and uh, a couple of guys did. So, yeah, have a listen. It's uh, it was it's a cool chat. But before we get there, uh, guys, if you've got some stories, some cool stories, scary moments, stuff you've learned, Go to noobspiro.com, head up into the menu there. You'll find a Nooba story section where you can leave a voice message. And uh, I'll, I'll include that in an upcoming podcast, but it's always good to hear from the community and uh, and go, go for that high engagement, getting you guys amongst it, telling your own stories and sharing your own adventures. But here we go. Let's get into it. The inaugural long weekend spearfishing course by Kieran and I. We had a ton uh, doing it and we're hoping to do a whole bunch more like it. Have a listen. Love to see how you feel. If you are interested in doing one of these courses, then hit us up, shrek at noobspiro.com, and I'll put your name on the list. Boom, here we go. Neptonics.com source the very best in spearing gear from around the planet. Jerry says, if we sell it, we believe in it, we trust it, and dive it. Neptonics is a one-stop shop for all your spearfishing essentials. Neptonics is solid gear that works, and you'll know it's true when you pull the trigger on a Neptonics Mac. On every snap of a Neptonics power band and in every whiz of a Neptonics spear gun reel, singing with the power of another big fish. Buy gear you can depend on at neptonics.com. Use the code NOOB10 to save 10%. Adreno.com.au, the home of recipes, blogs, videos, equipment reviews, and an obnoxiously large range of spearfishing equipment for frothers like you. Not only that, but spearfishing trips and courses courses and trips that I sometimes get to go on. Check them out at adreno.com.au. It's a Spiro's best friend. Check them out. And if you want to buy gear, pump in the code NoobSpiro to save $20 on every purchase over $200. You can use that online, in-store. Use the code NoobSpiro, save some cash, and support the NoobSpiro podcast. Shop with adreno.com.au. Hey, guys, not sure how you stay hydrated out on the boats on those long days out on the water, uh, but staying hydrated is absolutely critical to Gourds. Good equalization and looking after your body, making sure you're not doing those awkward one-legged kicks to the surface when, when one leg cramps out on you. Go to aqualite.com.au and get yourself a box of sachets. You just simply add them to water. It's less than $1.28 per serve, cheaper and healthier than any other sports drinks on the market. Aqualite will make a difference in your spearfishing. Check it out at aqualite.com.au. Use the code NoobSparrow to save 10% on any order. Check it out. Aqualite, made in Western Australia. 
Hey guys, welcome to episode 200 and something. I'm surrounded by nine legends. There's 10 of us here. We're over on North Stradbroke Island and we are nearing the completion of a three-day spearfishing and freediving course. Um, to my left, I've got Karen Limpus, the other second best instructor on the course. Welcome, Karen, to the show. Cheers, mate. Cheers for having me. It's been a great time over here, eh, running this course. Mate, we've had some cool students like, um, oh, well, none of them actually seem that good, but um, but they've done their best, you know, like we, it's been it's been hard, hard work really for oh, us. We had that one guy that actually made it to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rexy. <laughs> Rexy, Rexy. Um, we've had a blast. So the way we sort of structured this three-day course is – the first day and a half is really trying to get the paddy uh, freediver requirements completed. Um, so that involves some line diving, some dynamic swimming, some statics, um, a bit of theory. And these guys have all done online learning and everyone ripped through it and took to it like the proverbial duck to water. What do you reckon? Yeah, they all did really well. I was really stoked to see everybody smash even goals even for those that have come back doing yet another course and uh, yet another free dive course i should say and that they're still smashing more goals that they, they'd set themselves even that was really good to see cool um tonight mate we cooked up a little bit of black spot tusk fish that we shot today um how did you cook that i think everyone's enjoyed it so we'll let's get to the meals we've had on this course yeah tonight the black spot tusk fish i just did just Plain and simple, just the tusk fish straight on the hot plate on the barbecue. Once it was cooked through, took it off, a little bit of salt and pepper on it, and I'm guessing everyone loved it because it was gone as one of the quickest meals tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a decent-sized tusky too, so about 10, 10 men, like a, what do you think, like a two-and-a-half, three-kilo black spot? Yeah, I was picking around that yeah two-and-a-half to three-kilo sort of size. Everyone got a wrap, like a decent-sized wrap out of it, and... Uh, now we're awaiting our second course, which is pretty hard work, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. We're always waiting for the next course is the hardest part of the job here. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to David. David's to Karen's left. We've got a we've got a bit of a circle going on here, um, fellas. I just want to like if you can touch on some of the stuff you've loved about the course, um, just the cool things you've seen, and we'll just sort of work through the group and have a discussion as we go. David, for a highlight for you, mate. Yeah, I'd say uh, Kieran's fish, um, as in cooking. Kieran's cooking. I, I'd probably say one of the big reasons why I came on the uh, the trip was just to experience your your cooking, Shrek, after uh, getting sucked in to buy one of those books. 99 Spiro Recipes, mate. Yeah, that one. Actionable and, uh, seafood meals for the everyday diver available on noobspiro.com and every other good book retailer and spearfishing shop in the country. And I can oh, and nice I, I can that. understand now why you uh, you had a lot of collaborators on it because I I'm looking forward to all of their recipes, not yours. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, a cutting blow there. But earlier he told me I was the best instructor, so that's okay, David. Thank you, mate. Um, have you enjoyed the? We've had seafood nearly every day, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We did sashimi. We did a fried crumbed something or other. Cod. We had Kieran's uh, barbecued something or other, and uh, we haven't done fish for breakfast yet, have we? No, not that's, unless you hooked into some leftover sashimi this morning. <clears throat> I think that's that's probably what what we need to do next. Okay, leftover sashimi for you tomorrow. 
<laughs> yeah, all good, mate. Nah, I've I've had a cracking time. What about in the water? Anything memorable for you? Yeah, hundred percent. The whole trip was fantastic. I think just for those, um, you know, just to introduce myself uh, to the audience, I as as one part of this crew, I didn't have much spearfishing slash any spearfishing experience. I'd done a fair bit of free diving, um, and so my my main, uh, I was super keen to find out all about how to load a weapon, how to use a weapon safely, what shoot to fish, what what fish to shoot, what fish not to shoot. Um, and I think that doing that amongst uh, all the guys here, plus you two instructors, was exactly the way I wanted to mm. do it uh, for the first time. Mm. This is the second time you've been on the podcast too. I forgot. You came on the podcast before as the creator of Scorkle. So you've come up with some new gadgets and gizmos. Just catch us up quickly on Scorkle's journey. Oh, good. Thank you. I dropped in your uh, cookbook. Now you've dropped in my product. Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> We're real subtle marketers on the Noob Sparrow podcast. I, so I, the 99 Sparrow cookbook, guys, is available again at noobspiro.com and available in every good spearfishing retailer. And Sparrows do read. So, oh, so yeah. So I've got to, I wish I knew off the top of my head what the episode was, but it was in 2000 and I'd say probably 19, perhaps. Something like that. So pre, it was pre-COVID. Mid, mid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid 150s or something like that. Anyway, yeah, I'd, I'd created a product called the Scorkle, which is a little mini underwater breathing apparatus, um, which has actually got quite a lot of uh, publicity over the years because when I launched it, 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 went, uh, it went quite well. But... Um, What's coming up sooner is actually an addition to the range, which is a little electric compressor. So that will be a nice little uh, addition to the refill range, which I'm excited about. So mm. maybe we'll do another episode in the future. So you're on scorkle.com. Is that S-C-O-R-K-L? That is exactly correct. And it's quite funny because even my own mother wouldn't know how to spell that, unfortunately. Wow. The easy way to remember it is it's a portmanteau, a little com combination of Gorkle and I'm oh, sorry, scuba and snorkel, without the e, uh, and that's pretty much exactly what the product is. It's, it's and that's it's pretty much Melbourne schooling, isn't it? Too. Uh, what did you mean? Sorry, the I missed spelling, that joke. The spelling. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, coming from what? A Queenslander. <laughs> Queens Kiwilander. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, awesome, mate. Um, it's fantastic to have you on this trip, and um, thank you so much for your support on the uh, 99 Spare Recipes Kickstarter campaign. Uh, massive, massive thanks to you, and it's cool to have you. Yeah, and I would just, to further plug that book, when we did receive it, if anybody out there hasn't read through it, it was actually a classic thing. I was just reading it in uh, in the bed with my girlfriend, and, I mean, she's got no interest in spearfishing at all, and yet going through page by page, seeing all these awesome, cool recipes was the perfect little connection between, like, my sport or my interest in a sport yeah, and um, and somebody else that doesn't because everybody can share a meal and get around a meal. Yeah, and so seeing the photos, having that connection with going out and bringing back home something that is tasty and I don't know, just being able to tick off a few recipes, I think that was um, you know, we both got a huge kick out of it. Cool, awesome, David. Well, um, I'm I'm yeah, like I said, I'm stoked you're here, mate. Um, highlights for you fellas. Let's keep moving, Alex. Oh, it's for me. Yeah, right. Well, I guess um, you shot a couple of fish, eh? You like I did. The, I think you're like 14 meter Alex slash two fish under your belt. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. For someone that doesn't, you know, first time putting on a wetsuit and stuff, like 
it's been really good. I didn't really know what I was in for at the start. It was it was all pretty new. I just knew I wanted to get my head around it and, you know, none of my mates spearfish or free dive. So, you know, just happened to run into Kieran at Adreno and he's like, yeah, we got this course coming up. So I jumped at the opportunity and yeah, now dropping down. I don't know how deep those wrecks were today. 13 um, meters or something. 12, it depends on, on where you, like if you got to the top of where we had tied off, it was 12 meters. Yeah. But out the back, it, it comes down to about 17. So it depends sort of where you sort of went. Yeah. There. So I was just cruising somewhere in between that. Um, and I actually filmed it on the GoPro and I was down there for a minute with Luke, which was sweet. Um, hopefully we're going to have a trip video up, so we might get some yeah. of your footage in there. So yeah, if 100%. guys type in like, uh, noobspero.com forward slash Stratty, uh, S T R A D D I E. I'll try and link up the video and this interview there and guys can come and check out all the social medias from everyone that's been on the trip and, um. Hopefully we'll have a trip bit up with some of your footage in it. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But um, yeah, and got two two little fish. Good first hit out. Can't complain. So yeah, mm. just kicking goals and you know with the help from yourself and Kieran, like it's just been you know a real calm, you know, good learning experience that I can take away when I you know go do this in the future now. So tonight you filleted one of the sides of the yeah. black spot too, and you made yep. a, you made a decent go at it. It's How'd you feel about it? Slippery fish. Yeah. <laughs> they got big yeah. scales too, eh? Oh yeah, it's hard work. Don't get me wrong. Like the yeah. the smaller fish I caught was a bit easier, you know. Still yeah. at my skill level, but yeah, slippery fish. But you know, it tastes good. So cool. that's what matters. Are, are you happy with the, your experience? Yeah, hundred percent. Can't complain. Like you know, going from knowing nothing to you know being comfortable in the water and you know doing what I came here to learn. Like that's all you can ask for, eh? You were going to talk some smack about your dive buddy, though. You, you no, nah, nah, nah. with Luke a bit. So. No, no, I'll bring that up with him after this. You guys seem to like work together pretty well. So credit yeah. to you guys because it's like um, when you're with a buddy and you guys are both like new to each other. Yeah, making that work is good communication, being assertive, and you guys seem to do that pretty well. Yeah, hundred percent. Like after a few dives. He dives down a little bit longer than I do under the water. So the first few times I was like, oh, is he coming up? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. where is he? But, you know, once you start to understand like that patter of how long they're under, you know, what they're looking for and you start communicating about, you know, you know, I saw this here, I saw that there. You might want to check that out. Um, you know, you start to get that really nice rhythm and patter where mm. you're quite comfortable in the water with that person. And, mm. you know, to go out and, you know, spearfish together comfortably is like, a, a big key milestone as well. So, mate, man, well done on a fantastic weekend. Like yeah, from uh, from from all fronts, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on the course, and it's been fantastic to see you have some wins and um, and have a good time. It's been really cool. Hundred so, percent. It's awesome. been sweet. I appreciate your help and Kieran's too, of course. Thank you. We got Rexy next. Big Rexy. Pushed it How out. How we doing? How we doing? Uh, Rexy, Rexy surprised us, didn't he, Kieran? Oh, well and truly, the fact that, you know, somebody's come along and smashing out 20 meters with, like, trying to keep up with me on the... Uh, just for Paddy, people, that was uh, 16 meters maximum. Um, on the third day in his own private time, we did 20. Yeah, that, that, that was on the, the spearfishing component of the course. He's tried to keep up with me on the bottom at the 20 meters, and he was actually starting to hold his own. It was really good. Uh, blew us out of the park <laughs> it's it's been really enjoyable actually and um especially like diving to 20 meters that's not something that i've done before and uh 
without, I don't know, without the knowledge that we've picked up and just the little skills along the way, I don't think I would have gotten there myself, that's for sure. I don't think you would have gotten there either, mate. Um, it was all Karen. <laughs> but it's it's really enjoyable. And look, just the confidence that I had today and uh, yesterday with a few other people in the water, I think yeah. that's what really uh, helped me out, yeah. Mate, you've got really good body language. You can tell like you're really comfortable in your body and you're freediving. I don't think you're pushing yourself at all. Like... I felt like you were diving well within your capabilities and, um, you know, you, you were also pretty good at sticking with your buddy um, despite his equalizing issues, you guys, and you made a way for each other a lot of the time. Uh, you worked together also. You guys worked together really well. So, yeah, and um, yeah, it was awesome to see some progression and you yeah. brought really good energy. I've enjoyed having you on, mate. Yeah, good on you. Thank you. Yeah. And look, I mean, I've absolutely loved this weekend. Like this is everything that I would have hoped for. A bit of a mix, you know, like, I have a bit of spearfishing background and to get my head a bit more around the freediving bits and pieces. And also like one thing that we did today that I really appreciated were those, those recovery dives or those, those rescues underwater. Like, I think we all have an understanding of what you may want to do in that situation. You may have seen a YouTube video here and there, but until you get an opportunity to actually in a safe environment, mm -hmm. do that a few times with a couple of people be mm. on one end of it be on the other end of it yeah. and physically go through it it really does kind of solidify that a bit because i i don't think that's something that you want to be doing for the first time you know touch wood obviously for the mm. first time in a real situation so that i appreciated for sure most of the students karen had used me as a threat like obviously dragging up a large man from depth and then performing you know like blow tap touch talk uh is a little bit sort of nerve-wracking, you know. But you were just like, hey, Shrek, come over, you know, like, can I pull your weight belt off because we were in about six metres or seven metres with sand. So, like, pulling a weight belt off and actually being able to simulate a real blackout was really cool. And I, I felt like you just did a bang-up job from the start. I, th I think most guys got probably five turns at practising a rescue on different people of different shapes and sizes. So, Karen and I are, like, absolutely stoked that that's a big part of the course and I felt like we jumped in for exactly the right conditions yep. and um, couldn't have asked for a better little simulation to be yeah. honest. Yep. We've lucked out with the conditions as well. It's been really nice. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Lucked in or lucked out? Lucked in. Lucked in. Okay, cool. I like that. That, that wasn't, that wasn't awkward. Like not as awkward as all the lube and <laughs> shaft comments. That there have been some it, awkward Sexual double entendres, yeah. mainly from Shrek's end, I might add. <laughs> but, uh, give us one, give us one. I did like the one original one that you mentioned when we were uh, practicing our our static apnea, where yeah. he, he, you know, we're all holding onto the floats nice and calm, and he did mention, look, if you want to get your, your buddy to pull you off, that's fine, but if you want to pull yourself off the float, that's also fine. And from there, it's kind of been a bit of a fucking... A downhill journey. Downhill spiral after that. Yeah, the bug's been caught well and yeah. truly. But that wasn't permission, Rex, to go and do what you did in the shower, mate. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, awesome, brother. Awesome. Move Cheers. on to Scotty. Um, thanks, Rex, so much, bro. That was really, that was really good. Got a sweet deal for you today, guys. Go to freedivingfamily.com 
and learn from Adam Stern and a select team of experts on different disciplines. There's Frenzel, Advanced Frenzel and Hands-Free Equalization, Mouthful, Deep Frenzel Equalization, Bifinning Essentials. These are courses that will give you the 1% that will allow you to improve. Use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course at freedivingfamily.com. Again, that's the code SPIRO to get 20% off at freedivingfamily.com. Thanks, Adam and team. Love it. I just love a functional and simple spear gun that I can trust when I pull the trigger. Killshot spear guns utilize the finest of kiln-dried Burmese teak. Killshot spear guns also combine American-made parts and fine craftsmanship to bring you accurate, reliable, and simple spear guns that you can trust fish after fish. Get $30 off any Killshot spear gun at killshotspearguns.com. Yes and amen, Uber. That's $30 off American-made performance spear guns at killshotspearguns.com. I'm really sorry for this terrible accent. Brought to you by Ed Martin at killshotspearguns.com. Are you following at Old Man Blue Dive on Instagram yet? Bert Calder, creator of the Old Man Blue Dive gear, is an absolute legend. There are people that froth on the spearing life and intentionally make super hard wearing and practical gear that will stand the test of time. Visit oldmanblue.com.au and check out a bunch of tough, robust equipment made by people that are just as passionate about spearing as you are. oldmanblue.com.au Scotty, mate, what have you what have you enjoyed most about the weekend? Uh, just challenging myself and yeah, I'm surprising myself with what I could achieve. Yeah, just, yeah. I come into this course with uh, yeah next to zero experience, and this course has built a like a strong foundation for the future. Mm-hmm. Day one, you killed it, mate. Like we did, um, you know, like you, you were a little bit uncomfortable. I think with the idea of breath hold. And you, I think you doubted a bit. You were in your own head about your own capabilities. And talk talk us through your static, if you can. Yeah, my static hold, uh, I was, I've, before, I don't think I could hold my breath for 30 seconds. And I've, the first time, I was about 35 or so. And then there was no way I was going to get to a minute 30. And, yeah, surprised myself when, when it happened. And, yeah, was, the confidence grew a little bit. Yeah, I swear you came up, mate. The shoulders came back, the chest came out, and I was like, all right, we got Scotty here. And uh, it was good, mate. It was a really solid effort, and you did well to push out. I know it was outside of your comfort zone, but you you made it happen, so it was awesome. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, Karen. And uh, day two, you've you've done some things in the water that you you were a bit surprised with. Did you see any good fish? or? Oh, yeah, uh, Wobbegongs. Yeah, yeah. Is that the name? I always say it wrong. Wobbegongs. Wobbegongs, yeah. yeah. Sometimes just wobby. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. I freaked yeah. out the first time I swam over one, thinking yeah. it'd chase me or come up and bite me or something. And I relaxed and passed it, and I see an even bigger one, and it did the same thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, not yeah. all sharks are like that. Yeah, yeah. Not like Jaws. They're pretty chill most of the time, eh? Yeah. If you dangle a bit of fish in front of their face or stick your hand into their hole, they can be a different animal. But <laughs> um, you didn't manage to do that, so well done. Yep. <laughs> I've come down on a ledge before and one's sort of chilling out on a, on a rock, like sunbathing almost, and I've just nearly gone to lay on top of it and I was like, shit, I'm glad I pulled up, you know. So, yeah. Oh, um, anything else like stand out for the course for the weekend? Uh, probably the thing that stood out most for me is uh, seeing Jaden's reaction once we got out of the water 
Yeah. And he just completed his 10 meter dive. Like he was a static and it was just, you could feel the energy. It was yeah. fantastic. Like, yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. You guys both did well. Like this morning, um, you guys were like pretty worried. I think you and Jaden were, yeah. were worried about what you, what was going to happen. And Linton come up with a cool exercise. Can you sort of walk us through what he sort of proposed you do? Yeah, because uh, we had to do the 10-meter dive. Linton kind of laid it out on the grass for it in like a 5-meter mark and a 10-meter mark. And we just practiced um, holding our breath and walking slowly and, and breathe and visualizing it and then walk back. Yep. And it seemed like it would be a lot easier that way. Yep. Yeah, and that, I mean, the, the things you're not contending with are equalizing, and we probably could have included that in that exercise, and then you even, you're even doing kind of that, you know, you're mimicking the full dive. I, I liked the idea. I think it, you know, I think it did a lot to help Jaden relax, and uh, both of you guys were, lo- were looking more comfortable in the water today with the idea of diving down the line than you, you were earlier, you know? Yep, I definitely felt a lot more comfortable. Cool. So you fly back tomorrow, mate. Are you a happy man? Oh, yeah, I, oh, so much I picked up from this course and just not just from you and Kieran, from everyone here. Mm. They've just have been helpful and, and had some things like some suggestions and stuff and, yeah, it's been fantastic. Good bunch of blokes, eh? Apart yeah, from Rexy, we'll really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking on him. Nah, cool. All right, let's move on to Jeff. Jeff brought over a uh, – well, he, he fancied himself. What's that captain's name again? Ahab. Captain Ahab. He brought over a spear gun that could, uh, that could. well, Greenpeace wouldn't approve and neither would Sea Shepherd, let's put it that way. Well, that's okay. That's that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Massive timber cannon and today you had a chance to test it. Did the gun surprise you or was it? Yeah, it did actually. It surprised me quite well and Kieran helped me out a hell of a lot with it and, yeah, it, it's his fault. He gave me the idea as well. So, but yeah, very well balanced in the water and yeah, very, very surprised and very happy with the result. So you're throwing a nine mil shaft? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Uh, steel, uh, How many bands? <laughs> We're running two, four, a combination of about six bands. Cool. It's, so that's a serious blue water gun, yeah? That, that's blue water only. Mm. Yeah, this, Nothing, nothing not else. really appropriate for where we are, but like great to test. Yeah, yeah, it was only a test. Yeah, we yeah. fired it out into the open, so mm. which was which is good. So you left the wobbies alone. Yeah, we left the wobbies alone. Yeah, yeah, no, That's good. We, we left that up to Scotty to make friends with. <laughs> so apart from testing the gun, how have you found the weekend? It's been great. It's been great to spend time in the water, um, just to build up the, the tolerance. I wouldn't say tolerance, but yeah, just the. The tolerance, what for us? Oh, to- yeah, yeah, that. that yeah, yeah. Um, but more, more the experience in the water, getting yep. used to, getting used to that, getting down to the depth, holding, staying down there, and um, looking around and using that as an experience for you know for future adventures. You know, it's easy to swim in a pool and hold your breath for a period of time, but out here it's a it's a pl- completely different game. So yeah, no, something that's I've really enjoyed, and yeah, it's it's been great to see everyone progress and have a bit of fun. So talk about pool training. So Karen tells me you started, how long have you been in the water spearfishing and freediving? 1st of October started um, started that. Um, and what month are we? Uh, 
January, you know, okay. and get into February now. So, so you've gone from what, what? Where were you when the, you started? Uh, basically, when I started, couldn't do twelve and a half meters. Literally, could not do twelve and a half meters underwater. And we're not talking depth. We're talking about distance. on a swimming pool distance. Yeah, distance. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't get the weight right. Couldn't get anything right at all. Oh, yeah, it's just something completely new, completely yeah, foreign. Yeah. yeah, twelve and a half meters was maximum. Um, did max night with the Brisbane Bull Sharks in November yep. and did 30 metres struggling on the surface. And it was, yeah, it's... Well, first of all, Jeff, well done. Because how old are you? I'm not being rude. 49, turned 50 this year. 49, turning 50, and you've taken on a brand new pursuit, a brand new lifestyle. And I know I like three, four years ago, I went and started jiu-jitsu at 37 or 38 or something. Brand new, green to it. You know, I was getting tapped out four or five times by someone that was half my size in five minutes, you know. And I, I, I distinctly know the feeling of feeling like, you know, you're not, you're not, you don't, you just don't know what you don't know, you mm. know. And you walk into a place, you don't understand the culture, you don't understand the rules, you don't really know what's going on. And it's an uncomfortable feeling. And the older you get, sometimes the harder it gets to stay open-minded, stay open to experiences and try stuff new. Yeah. So well done for doing that. Cheers. And you've, But you've gone about it pretty smart. You've jumped into a pool training group yep. and you've seen enormous improvement there. Mm. And then you've come out and you've done a couple of courses now. Yep, yep. How does this sort of stack up? Has this made a difference for you? Has it moved the, the, the oh, needle? Yeah, yeah, well and truly moved the bar f- forward in my expectations of what I can achieve and what I want to achieve. Um, and then I can take what I've learned this weekend – I can take it back into the pool, into a controlled environment to, with the, with the bull shark uh, freediving team to really work on that, the technical part of it, as in you know, slowing everything down, being more relaxed mm. in the water. Um, it's, distance is not a, not a concern in the pool. It's dive time. It's, mm. That's what I need to build, it, build up and keep So that. you reckon like, Bull sharks train twice a week. You, are you going to both training sessions? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you do that, and then you're trying to get in as much ocean time yeah, as you can as well. Yeah, yeah. You're getting as much as I can. It's cool. it, it's difficult for novices. That's what I've found, and I feel for the other guys that are learning to do it because a lot of the experienced spearos, which I can respect, is you know hey, they don't really would they don't really want to take you out a novice because their their depth maybe not be the same as there's there's well it definitely won't be, but it's you know, they've just got to keep an eye on them a little bit more and they're going out there to, for the catch and cook, catch and kill. So it's – I can respect that, but it's coming on these sort of retreats, courses is good because we get to work with guys that wouldn't – that normally go out every weekend or every second weekend and do do what we want to do. And I go out like every four or five months and uh, – and, <laughs> and I talk to people that go every weekend. <laughs> nah, like – it, like it's a it, you're right like you want to get runs on the board mm. you want to get time in the water if the more experienced people you can get around and dive with the bigger the mm. bigger wins you're going to have yeah. and um you've helped guys out that are just starting their journey so already you're three months into it you're turning around and you're helping around the guys that have done even less than you have so the, i reckon that's a cool thing and like i was talking earlier about jujitsu, i think we could borrow a lot from their culture that culture of no ego, that culture of just like reaching down and we're all learning together. It's the rising tide mentality. I think spearfishing needs more of that. Mm. And uh, I'm stoked that you've you've got that and you're already doing it. So that's cool, ass. Awesome. Cool. Cool, Jeff. 
Um, you're going to start a YouTube channel. When are you starting it? Uh, probably starting that in the next month when the wife and I head around Australia. So, right, yeah, cool. so this is one of the reasons why I'm doing the, the free diving and the spearfishing is cool. so we can experience everything, not only just on the land, but what's underneath awesome. the water as well. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to connect with any of these dudes, I'll have their social medias linked up in the show notes. So noobspiro.com forward slash strati and reach out. And if you feel like you've connected with any of these guys and their stories and their experiences, just reach out to them and say, hey, I heard what you were talking about and I relate to that. And, you know, I'd love to kind of do that too. You know, should I pay the $4,800 to come out and do a weekend with uh, Karen and Isaac? Is that at the discounted price? <laughs> yeah. No, awesome, mate. Chuck it on to Luke and Luke, you were you were buddied up. You were you were winning. You had a bit of a a water slapping moment this afternoon. To walk us through that, buddy. Yeah, I had a bit of a frustrating moment this afternoon. Um, I've been real keen to to get a tusky every day we've been here, and I had my chance this afternoon, and I got it. And as I was pulling it off, pull it. <laughs> Rexy's rubbing off on me here. <laughs> Rexy's rubbing you off. Wow. Well, well. Um, yeah, had a bit of a shocker and ripped the spear out, and yeah. um, and he's he's disappeared, and it was incredibly frustrating. And yeah. all, uh, bad dreams for a long time about that. Right. So walk us through the dive, what you did, and what you do differently next time. Yeah, sure. So I, 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 it was murky as we were on a bit of a dust dive here. Which how um, much was? What are you talking? I reckon two meters. It was pretty murky, wasn't it? Like I'm it calling was, it three to four. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is what happens when you've been spearing a long time. You tend to like exaggerate. The glass half full shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was murky. Yeah, and, it was. Um, it was. And we'd have had a couple kind of sharky moments throughout the trip, and, and so it was already in the back of our mind. But um, went out there and um, did my dive. I reckon what well, it wasn't it wasn't deep, probably like seven meters, maybe six or seven meters we were sort of down. I think six or seven where yeah. I was shooting from, and then I ended up going to like eight point six. Yeah, so it wasn't wasn't deep, no. like as deep as we've been doing. But um but still good. And um the murky kind of water seemed to bring the fishing a lot closer. So I kind of got down to that and there was a bit of a tree kind of structure down where we were and sort of sat sat near that and and lo and behold the, the tussies kind of come out and um and sort of sat there and and gave me plenty of time to have a crack at it. And um, as I've done it, I've I've seen the shot go through. I've seen it kind of. Where did where did you shoot? Where did you hit the fish? Just just through the middle, like just behind the the, the gills of the fish. Yeah. And and it looked to me like it, it was a good shot and it was sweet and the fish was kind of on the, yeah, on the spear. Right. And so I started going up and I pulled the spear quite quite quickly and it's just gone straight through. And so you think maybe the flopper didn't I don't engage. Know. I'm not sure, but um, it does happen. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty frustrating. Yeah. So, what would you do differently next time? Well, we we're talking about before. I think um, instead of instead of just going back for the surface and and pulling pulling the spear um, up with me, swim towards the fish and try to make trying to secure the fish um, on the end of the spear before I went back up. So, did you have gas in the tank, like with your breath hold on that? Yeah, dive? I would have too. I was just pumped that I'd hit it, and I, I was yeah, I was yeah. like going to go celebrate, but. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those little reef fish too, like as soon as you put tension on that shooting line, like I talk about the art of knowing how much tension to put on a fish because so many of them tear out and like you learn through losing stuff and that's um, an unfortunate reality. Yeah. I've been saying everyone the whole trip that I wanted to get Tusky and that was that was like. And you had it. Yeah. 
and you were, <laughs> you were coming up to the surface ready to take a photo for Instagram. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So you were spewing. I seen you slapping the water, and I th- I think that's a good reaction. I, none of us should be happy about shooting a fish and losing it, but it, it it's a reality. Like it, mm. it does happen. So and it's happened to us all. Yeah. I think I told a story about shooting a jewfish near the spot, and uh, and the flopper didn't engage, and it was over twenty kilo, and it's just pulled straight. It's heartbreaking, through. no. Yeah. Oh, it is, mate. And it doesn't get any easier. The bigger and and more, you know, like desirable the fish is for you on a personal level the the worse it feels yeah. i think so for you this course what do you reckon yeah it's 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 been great like i um i've been spearfishing f- for a while but i, I kind of describe myself as a bit of a flatty basher like i um i float along the rock walls with my son theo and and you know we, we take out a lot of flatties and it's great fun but um we've got great kind of desires to get out deeper and, and get some much better fish and and this is a bit of a stepping stone to that and and doing that safely which is which is pretty key cool have you seen some improvements this weekend yeah absolutely like i think um well my breath hold's always been really good as a static um but getting out in the ocean and being able to have any kind of serious bottom times always been an issue um and i don't have a lot of mates that are into the sport so it's, i'm pretty much self-taught um trying to do it on my own and um it's been brilliant this weekend just getting some advice on 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 techniques with around breathing and settling and then and then pushing through you know some of the carbon um the co2 tolerance mm. um and and spending a bit of time on the bottom and had a bit of a light bulb moment this morning actually when we were out, out on that rack and um just getting down to a depth and i'm actually fine you know like i've got plenty of time down here just relaxing and and, and chilling out and, and and getting used to sort of being under there and um that was that was great mm. Mate, you're good to watch underwater. There's always going to be stuff that you're working on, doesn't matter how good you get or how long you've been sparing. And it's been cool to see you make some improvements and just like come out stoked and frothing. Like that's yep. all any of us want. So awesome. Yep. Cool. I already spoke to Linton for um, four and a half hours today. We did like an Oprah Winfrey kind of thing. But um, Linton, welcome back. We're actually on air this time, mate. It's a it's a pleasure to have you, buddy. Thank you, mate. Um, you were like David, you were a supporter of 99 Spare Recipes on Kickstarter. So first of all, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Like, um, guys like you made that book happen. You made it a reality and, um, we're able to print it and bring it to life. And, um, that project is going to make people better stewards of our ocean and its resources for years to come. So hats off. Where's that available? It's available on noobspiro.com. Good, good. And an available in every good spearfishing retailer. Only the good ones. The bad ones, they apparently their customers don't read. So don't go there. Um, come to the good ones. Uh, it'll, it'll also be up on amazon.com if you want to support Jeff Bezos and, and other multi-billionaires. So cool. Um, Linton, tell us about a bit about yourself. Um, how old are you? How long have you been spearing? Well, I guess on the, uh, look confession there that I've figured out that I'm the only one re- representing the Fifty Up Club here. Oh, Jeff! So, Jeff, he tried to. Get he's him almost. There. Yeah, he's he's, he's almost. Yep. So, um, fifty one in a couple of weeks. So, um, how long have I been spearing for? I look. I bought my first spear gun before a lot of you guys were born here. Um, but that said, I've probably always been a part time spearer, and it's always been something I've come back to in my life. Like if I've gone out, there's seasons for things in your life. Sometimes, like if I was out 
chasing snowflakes around the world, I'd come back and I'd end up going diving again. So it's something that I've, I've always come back to. Cool. So yeah, it's always been yeah, it's always been a thing that I do. So. Um, I was going to ask you to tell the Jewy story, but you've told it twice already. <laughs> today. I can't do it to you. But mate, you've shot some crap, cracker fish. What do you think? In your mind, what's the difference between someone who's successful spearfishing and someone who continues to, you know, possibly never get where they want to go? Um, mate, I'll, look, I've got to say with the jewfish thing, I, I still feel like I was very lucky with it. So I, I don't consider myself a, a very distinct. What's that thing with luck? <laughs> it's where skill and opportunity meet or something. Yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like I look at like look, it's not a, it's not a, been a continual thing for me to mm. be able to go. Like I don't go out and get big fish all the time or anything like that. I, I enjoy being out in the water. That's what I really enjoy about it. Um, does this potentially take something to a new level? Yeah, it does. So and that's yeah, and and that'd be great to be able to do that. So um, yeah. you told me earlier today you were like, you got down on that wreck and you were you were happy. Mm. Oh, it was unreal. Yeah, like to – oh, look, and before these dives that we do, I think there's always a certain amount of, of anxiety that's there about, you know, what, you know, can you do what you want to do and stuff like that. But you get once we got down to the bottom of the wreck and all the fish down there are all chilling out, they're all happy and stuff like that, and you can just kind of get in the groove of what they're doing. And, you can, and it was great just to be able to be down there, spend a little bit of time down there, crawl along the thing and have a bit of a look. And, yeah, it was great. It was a, it was a really good experience. Mm. Mate, it was cool. Like you turned around, though. I was filming you, and then you were filming me, and it was, yeah, yeah. we had one of those awkward moments. <laughs> well, you're not quite in the shot. I'm not yeah. very good at filming, so. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a, a face and a figure that was made for TV, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with this podcast, mate. But you know, thank you for listening. And um, nah, awesome. I'm stoked. You had a good time. Hmm. Um, what highlight of the weekend for you? I actually I, look. I like the fact that. It's a, quite a diverse bunch of blokes that are here and I think what everyone's achieving and what they're doing, that's, it's great to see everyone improving and doing their thing like, and, and whether people are experienced or not. That's, that's probably been the, the camaraderie and like it's all inclusive for everyone. That's oh, been brilliant. Yeah, that's probably that's a big thing for me I reckon. Cool, yeah. yeah. I mean you come for the, as much for the company and the like-minded mm. people as you do for the event yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah, being out diving and being able to get out there and, and, and I suppose, like I said, for me, it's been quite part-time. So to get out there and, mate, I've done more diving in the last few days than probably what, what, what I've done in the last six months, I reckon. So, and to get out there and do some of the dives I've done and, and feel comfortable the way I have, like it's, it's reassuring, gives me confidence. I think, yeah. Great news, guys. Adam Stern has made his freedivingfamily.com courses available at a discount for the Noob Spiro community. If you get on freedivingfamily.com, use the code Spiro, you'll get 20% off any course. There's a bunch of sick courses on there. There's an equalizing uh, stage one. There's an equalizing advanced techniques um, video there. They're two of my absolute favorites. If you have any problems with equalizing, go to freedivingfamily.com. Get Adam's course and use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course. Check it out at freedivingfamily.com. In the world of freedive spearfishing, there's no magic breathing technique that's all of a sudden going to get you down and shoot massive fish at depth and holding big bottom times. But there is a way to do it safer and smarter, take down more fuel to maximize the time that you have there. Learn at noobspiro.com forward slash TED with Ted Hardy from Immersion Freediving. If you take down more fuel, you can stay for longer. 
Learn how to do it free at noobspero.com forward slash TED. Kieran works every day at the Adreno Wool and Gabba store. I've been running this podcast for nine years. For us, running these courses, this is the very first of its kind. This is like a dream come true for him and I. We really want to see people have a chance to do things they wouldn't be able to do on their own, to learn things that they would take a lot longer to do on their own and to hopefully be more safe and more competent from the get-go. Do you think we're on track for that? Oh, 100%. Like if I look, if I've been part-time spearfishing for probably like the best part of 30 years and I can see some of these guys like Alex is diving down like like he, he's, he's done everything he's had to do. He speared a couple of fish. Um, I don't know where we at, Alex, like 15 metres or something like that. He's done that in two days, three days. Mm. Like probably taking me 20 years so <laughs> like, like if you want to fast track something do a course like this ah, yeah. awesome Lyndon. Mm. mate thanks so much like guys like you that have come along like the, our, as instructors we're kind of we're relying on almost like some of the more experienced guys to reach reach and help out the other guys on the course and you've done that in spades and guys like you make the experience what it is so hats off to you and thank Excellent. you so much for coming yeah awesome mate, it's been great cool I'm going to come back to Karen for a sec. Um, Karen, it's our inaugural three-day spearing and freediving bash, mate. What do you reckon we've done well? What could we do better? Um, why am I a better instructor than you? Oh, not not exactly sure on what that last question was. That was a bit of gibberish in my opinion. <laughs> but um, we, I think it went really well in terms of you know teaching the the, the fellas here how to do things safely in a in a in a fun environment at the same time, nothing but laughs and, and smiles going around. Um, and like, there are some things that we we've picked up along the way that we, we can improve for the next time. Like for instance, getting like a, a fish ID key for them to learn their species before they get in the water and things like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, what about yourself? Yeah. Like, like some of our students taught us better ways to do some of the stuff we're doing, you know? Um, we're not really running a traditional style um, freediving course that we've been part of before. We're doing something that's new. And so the ideas that have been given to us, the feedback, um, you know, like today we tied off on the wreck or the, with a big float and then we tied our, our freediving floats with a line down off the wreck. Obviously the tide was standing still, which helped us, but, I feel like we should just do that every time. Yeah, that was that was something that actually worked really well on that one. And one, it was you know people can have a chance to to go down and have a look at the wreck as well. But then on the free diving side, we can still go through our requirements there, and once done, actually go to those those deeper depths and and have a little bit more fun. Mm. There's something to look at too, like, Mm. and um, I think that's a cool part. Like we had we were sport with Viz today, and it was like it's kind of like day three really yeah, of the course tomorrow's kind of like a day, bit of a half day sure. but we had like 10 15 meters vis easy on the high tide the water's warm it's comfortable we've got a rock wall that's 30 40 meters away everyone can rest when they want to um we can kind of deal with some of the the teething issues that come along with everyone because we all get uncomfortable about stuff i'm pretty happy honestly yeah same for me being our first actual course we, we've run of this it's it's gone a lot smoother than I was expecting, and I'm mm. really happy for that. Like, yes, we do have some little teething things that we can 
definitely fix up for next time, but I reckon it went really well. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon we should go round and get everyone to score us out of 10 and then offer us one tip for improvement before handing the mic on? Oh, 100%. Let's right, hear it from Here we go. David. David's very like, he's like one of these guys that's very verbally competent. He's going to have some magic advice for us. So score out of 10 and how can you improve? Is that right? That's it. My goodness. Well, I can't give you 10, can I? No. no I'll 10 would be perfect. So please do not feel any responsibility to do that. What did, what did they do back back in like MTV days? Didn't you get four spuds on the couch or something like that? Can I just give you four spuds instead? No, no. Uh, excellent, excellent. A plus. Um, oh, let's, let's call it a nine. So we've got one mark left. Uh, to improve, I think I – personally might have enjoyed a bit more on the spearfishing side uh, rather than the freediving stuff. But the freediving stuff was the formal learnings that a lot of other people wouldn't have done, whereas I've done like three freediving courses myself. Yeah. So I think personally I probably would have liked a little bit more weighting on the spearfishing, like in particular. Mm-hmm. But it's not as if we didn't cover heaps of that anyway and um but that that's where i would have come from cool awesome alex yeah look to to go from knowing absolutely nothing about free diving and spear fishing to diving you know 15 meters being comfortable spearing a few fish like i can't give it anything less than a 10 um the only thing i the improve i'd give for you is i've caught a few fish off you know rod and reel um and i love that um, but the beauty is when you're on land, you can check your book, check what species it is, you know, check what the bag limit is, all that kind of stuff, right? When you're under the water, it's a bit murky. You're trying to make out what a fish is, you know, is that going to be a legal fish when I come to the surface? You know what I mean? Um, you know, especially around these parts, I've only just come back to Brisbane. I was born here, but I've only just moved back up here in November last year. Um, so, you know, I'm not hundred percent familiar with the species around Stratty and stuff like that. I haven't mm. done any of this before. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, know, knowing what's good eating, what's worth taking, what's worth leaving. Um, that's probably the key to me, whether that comes in, you know, like a PowerPoint before we head out for a spear or something like that. Um, just, we've got, we've got some ideas for this. It's yeah. good feedback and thank you yeah. very much, Alex. Yeah, I'm this sure. This is the, this exactly the kind of feedback we wanted to pick up and, learn from and just keep adapting so yeah. a little bit like when we go out spearfishing every time we make a mistake we don't do something quite right we learn from it and we keep moving and you guys are helping us to do that as instructors and we we want the course to be even better than this i don't know that we're going to fluke the weather yeah, but awesome man thanks so much for your feedback but yeah just being sustained is a relaxed environment it's a it's a sport you need to be relaxed for um and that's coming from someone that's done it for two and a half days if that, um, <laughs> but you know, if, if you're carrying that stress and anxiety into the water, you know, you can get in your head. Um, and that dive today really showed me just, you know, calm down, listen to your body and just relax and you know, it's all good. And the relaxed environment with all the boys, um, has just, you know, made it what it was. And, you know, I could have told you after the first six hours of being on this course that it was worth the money. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I have zero idea what I'm doing. Um, yes. but now I'm going to go away and do this in my own time. So cool, brother. Awesome, Alex. Thanks, give it off to Rex. Rexy? Yeah, look, I've been sitting here trying to rack my brain for some complaints and uh, I really can't come up with any, honestly. Um, Everything that you guys have been providing has been really, really spot on. And uh, just like 
it's not been a course where you rock up, you just taught the course material, you pass your test, and there you go. It has been very interactive. You know, we're sitting here most nights having a beer, discussing little bits and pieces. Um, so as far as, you know, things that you can do better, I'm sure, you know, there's a few things here and there, but no huge ones come to my head. I would have to go a clear 10 out of 10 for both Oy. of you. Because honestly, just the, you know, if I have a little issue with something, I feel confident to come and have a chat with you and, you know, you give me give me the advice that I need. So mm. I appreciated that. Cool, Rex. Cheers, brother. Scotty? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, maybe a 9 out of 10. The only thing I could really fault is um, wasn't enough chocolate in the shopping, mate. That's- <laughs> <laughs> We've got a bit of a sweet tooth. I've been looking around and... <laughs> Mate, there's still a block. There's still half a block of Whit- Whitakers in there. Oh, is there? It's got oh, coconut in as well. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, almost a uh, ten out of ten because yeah, I had zero experience, and mm. this has built a really strong foundation going forward. And yeah, I can't wait to keep pursuing this and see where it takes me. Cool, Jeff. Yeah, easy. Easy nine and a half, ten for me. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great sort of being involved in the whole group as a retreat, taking the time, doing everything. Mm. But, yeah, no, oh, can't fault you guys. You, you've done it, – it, it was to be expected there was a little teething things, but they're not – they're nothing major. That's just, we made up for it with eye filler, eh? Yeah. yeah no, no, I didn't get any eye filler. Oh, Sorry about, that. Sorry about that, mate. The rest of us did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's been, been a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Killfish with precision and power, sending shafts from a stable platform with Killshot spear guns. Made in the Florida Keys by Ed Martin, you're buying American-made dependable spear guns. Get $30 off any Killshot spear gun at killshotspearguns.com. Yes and amen, Nuba. That's $30 off American-made performance spear guns at killshotsbeerguns.com. It says if they're in the shop or on the phone, they can cash in by saying, crikey, mate, or the Noob Spiro podcast sent me. Check them out at killshotsbeerguns.com, based in the Florida Keys. Did you know when coming up from a spearfishing dive, it's possible that you would feel 100% fine right until the moment you blacked out? Did you know being dehydrated or hungover increases your risk of having a blackout? Did you know I have never seen a person hit the surface and yell, Tad, help, I'm about to black out, come save me. No, they typically hit the surface, take a couple of breaths, and then quietly sink into the abyss. Whether they live or die is 100% dependent on if you are close enough to grab them and take care of the situation. Did you know it's very easy to have a loss of motor control or a minor blackout and not even know that you had one? Did you know that if you have a loss of motor control or blackout and you continue diving that day, you are way more likely to have a much worse blackout? Did you know breathing across the eyes of a blackout diver can help initiate a breathing response? That was 60 seconds with me. What else don't you know? My name is Ted Hardy, the founder of Immersion Freediving, and I want to do more to stop the needless fatalities from shallow water blackout than any other person on the planet. And that's why I created freedivingsafety.com. Lucky for you, I made it very easy to get up to speed. You can learn how to reduce your risk of having a blackout, how to save your buddy's life, how to tell if you're wearing too much weight, and avoid breathing techniques that drastically increase your risk of having a blackout, and it's all for free. Go to freedivingsafety.com and sign up for my free safety course. Dive safe out there. It's not even that hard, especially when you learn for free at freedivingsafety.com. 
We might go to Jaden. Um, Jaden, mate, we're asking everyone for a score out of 10 yep. and kind of any feedback you had about the course, preferably some stuff that we can build on and make yep. this even better for next time. Well, I would simply straight up say 10 out of 10 for me, um, simply because it's my first time. And everything that I thought about this course, it all happened. Apart from this morning, I was quite nervous to do the 10-meter dive. But uh, Linton came up with a great exercise. It helped Scotty and I. And so, and then I managed to, to do the 10-meter dive. And yeah. so I was pumped to do that. Um, I think you ended up pumping out like 12, didn't you? Yeah, to do that shipwreck. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't manage to stay down there like the other fellas. But I touched it, and that was my goal. I, <laughs> I did it, so I was I was stoked. So it was awesome, awesome feeling, and also with all you fellas around, so it was good. Do you think that we should take Linton's drill and make it like a thing for everyone? Yes, absolutely. For the people that haven't quite got that confidence or that mentality to do it at that time. Yeah. But I think I think it really worked. So. I'm thinking yeah, about making it part of the breathing workshop at the back end. Yeah. And we're going to oh, simulate equalizing and then we might even implement like on the day two or day three, the spear gun stuff as well into that. Yeah. So no. you, you hold Good your idea. breath, you equalize to, and you walk out to 10 or 12 meters and then you imaginary, well, you do, you pull the trigger but your spear gun's not loaded. Someone runs the shaft out, puts it into a fake fish and then we go through the process. So everyone's kind of a bit more confident with all of the mechanics of doing yep. what it is that we do and take for granted. Yep. What do you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. Yeah. Great idea. Anything, everything from this course was absolutely awesome. I loved every moment. <laughs> I loved the cooking. I loved the diving, the fishing, seeing Rex come do that 20 meter dive with Kieran and, and, and Scotty. I was with Scotty and, I was in the same boat with him this morning and just after doing that exercise, it built me confidence and then, you know, I did the five and then I came back up and I was like, what the heck was that? Was that it? <laughs> so then, you know, I went to do the 10, same mindset, did the 10. I was like, what? Was that it? So anyway, so yeah, so all good. So yeah, I had a great time. Um, Mate. I wouldn't fault anything. Jaden's my brother-in-law and – um you, you brought some awesome energy, Jaden. You helped out so much like with meals and, yep. you know, helping us keep up with the dishes and stuff. Like guys like you that chip in on tri chip, yep, trips. Love it. You make the difference. Like um, I'm glad I Kieran and I are, are flat strapped, like organizing ourselves with teaching and that. People that just chip in and get go go the extra mile, that makes a massive difference for us. Yeah, so cool. no, two I'm thumbs glad. up from us too to for help. you, brother. Yep. Thanks, awesome. guys. Cool. We're going to move on to Luke. Luke, uh, score out of ten, mate. Feedback for improvement. Yeah, it's been it's been unreal. Like, um, the location has been ridiculous. Like, we've just we've just got our dive grounds right out of the back of the house, which is which is unreal. Um, gluten free catering has been amazing. Those brownies, I think they were your wife's. So they, <laughs> they were a great treat. Um, Kieran, I'll give you a ten out of ten. Like, um, the advice you've been able to give us this week has been invaluable, and hundred percent of it I'll take take into my my dives moving forward. Shrek, I'll give you a nine. Like, you've been pretty good. <laughs> The, the one, the one. Why piece, did I ask for feedback? One, yeah, one, one piece of advice I think: um, when a course participant comes up from a dive and says there's some great tuskies underneath that log, 
maybe let another course participant go down and have a <laughs> before you go down and plug a three kilo one yourself. Oh, that is brutal feedback, but that is exactly how I felt too. I um, but you guys were good, you know. Like straight away, like um, you and Alex were working together. I came into your buddy pair, and the three of us dove together, and we talked about not spooking the fish. We dove the same location. I probably did like the fifth or sixth dive on that log. Neither of you guys had spooked all the fish out of that. You both, well, Alex is brand new to spearfishing. You're still fairly new. For, for me to be able to shoot a fish off the same log that you guys had dived a couple of times each is actually pretty surprising because normally, like, new guys spook everything. And that's why a lot of experienced guys don't want to go spearing with new guys because unfortunately, unfortunate reality of being new is you do stuff that just spook everything. And so you guys are doing really well straight from the off the get go. So I'm sorry I shot your fish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been it's been excellent. Thanks. Uh, awesome, brother. Awesome, Linton. Out of ten, you, did you give us a score? Oh, I got a nine. He got a ten. Yeah, sorry. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, okay, so for a score, look, I can't give you ten out of ten because there's always room for improvement. Yeah, that's just that's just life. So look, I'll give you I'll give you nine out of ten. Got this idea of something you could do though, which would be mm. like this simulated thing on the grass here just to change your perspective <laughs> of like depth to length i'm you're getting full credit for all of it mate um oh. it's really good actually and like i think sometimes guys like karen and i like we we've been learning to be instructors but you forget what you know and sometimes you forget how complicated it is and it's good to break all of these tasks down and to perform them all in a controlled environment put it all together out in the ocean it's um that's probably just something over time to see people's reaction because, it, like, I know we spoke about it earlier on, the, the, the process and the things that need to line up to be able to get from getting in the water to getting to the point of spearing, securing a fish and then, and, and then there's the whole next step of, like, putting it on the plate and stuff like that. There are so many different parts that you can break down and stuff like that. So it's probably just a bit over time of being, I guess, observant to see where are people stalling on their progress and if you can recognise where they're stalling on their progress – then concentrate on fixing that bit, which will keep people moving again. Mm. So that's probably the thing I'm thinking. So. Love it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's been awful having you on the course. I'll give you a three out of ten as a student. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> No, nah, mate, like guys, ideas like that, are, they're going to help us do the next one better. So you're leaving a legacy for the next bunch of people that pay $4,700 for a weekend over here. And um, Karen and I will just be like just smashing hundreds into the ocean and, you know. <laughs> And um, nah, awesome guys. I've had a blast. I um, I'm looking forward to doing the next one already. I hope the next group of students are just as passionate as you guys are, as and as fun driven. Like uh, we've had, I've had a good, I've had a great time. I can only speak for myself. Uh, I'm going to let Kieran talk for himself. And I've been absolutely stoked with how this weekend's gone. Um, with all that feedback, absolutely awesome. It's great to get the constructive criticism as well as think areas to improve. But the major point there was that I was 10 out of 10 and Trek was 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's better feedback than I would have given myself, but I appreciate the generosity. I um, I think, yeah, there's definitely some things we can improve mm. on. Fish ID, uh, we've already got some – we're already hatching some ideas to help guys with that and the exercise Linton created as well, as well as some of our setups in the water. I think you and I are going to continue to improve yeah, and, definitely. and make a cool experience. But like in terms of our first one, like the weather has been, we've been treated pretty well. 
We, we could not have picked a better weather weekend. This has just been phenomenal. And yeah, and even like just streamlining some of the spearfishing stuff I'm running through to try and get cover a bit more of it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely crack down on trying to get more of that. So get more more people through that in the future. I hope they all remember the knots. We'll see if they do or not. <laughs> hey, well done on the rigging workshop. Um, I watched on from the couch over there and uh, you did a good job. Awesome. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> all good, fellas. Well, um, we're going to wrap this podcast up and... Unfortunately, have to continue to have beers and enjoy the moon and the ocean 40 metres away from us. So, awesome. The uh, quote of the day. You pull them off and I'll pull them. <laughs> Someone had another one. What was your – what's your Instagram, by the way? Beard Minister. The Beard and the Minister, yeah. Yep. You only need a little bit of lube on the tip to get it in. <laughs> I think that was a Karen quote. That, that was yeah, that was one of my quotes from the uh, the rigging workshop today. So awesome, guys! If you're listening, you want to come and check out these guys' social medias, connect with them. Check us out noobspiro.com forward slash straddy s t r a d d i e, and uh, I'll link up a bunch of stuff. Hopefully, a trip video because a bunch of guys had GoPros from this. We had some uh, some DJI footage from uh, David, so we have drone footage and all sorts of crazy stuff and. We shot a couple of cool fish and we ate we ate really well, I reckon. So cool. Yeah, cod the cod and trout the first night. Or well, the second night we had the we had the cod, a drummer and silver a drummer. Ser- silver drummer and a gold spot surgeon. Yeah. Was last night and then tonight we've had the black spot tusky, so been pretty spoiled. Cool. Well good. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, I hope you had fun listening to today's episode. It was definitely something a little bit different. It was the inaugural long weekend spearfishing course run by Karen and I. As mentioned earlier, we had we had a, a heap of ton running it. If you are interested in doing it, shoot me an e- email, shrek at noobspiro.com, and I will get you in on the list and let you know about any upcoming dates we have planned. Um, guys, as usual, this show is brought to you by patron legends who are helping to power the Noob Spirit podcast. I've got 46 legends on there at the moment. For as little as $2 an episode, all the way up to $10 an episode, there is three levels that guys are supporting the show and showing their love and helping us to keep fuel in the outboard and continue making show after show, powering head, nine years now making this sucker, the uh, Noob Spirit podcast, frothing interviews to help you have fun even if you're not getting wet, and learn a ton even if you are. So, uh, hey, I'll catch you back next week. Who knows where we'll be? I've got a bunch of cool interviews planned, as yet not recorded, but uh, let's see. So subscribe, leave some love, leave a, leave a review, and I'll catch you in a week. Shrek out. This podcast is brought to you by aqualite.com.au. This is the best solution bar none for staying hydrated in the ocean. If you're a Spiro... It's an absolute no-brainer. It's a game-changer. If you're doing extended trips and the cramp starts to set in and uh, the old body's telling you, hey, that's enough, just get hydrated and it will save you a whole heap of woe. Get Aqualite at aqualite.com.au. It's scientific rehydration that Spiros know and trust. I know because one works there, and that's why we've set up this discount code for you. 10% off when you use the code NoobSpiro at aqualite.com. Check it out. Australian-made hydration products tailored for Spiros and a whole bunch of other people that suffer from dehydration too. But check it out at aqualite.com.au. Use the code NoobSpiro to save 10%.
Today's episode was an absolute banger, and so is our major sponsor, Adreno. Visit them at adreno.com.au. They have a huge range of equipment. You can find it at adreno.com.au. Use the code NoobSpirit checkout when you shop online. You can save $20 on every purchase over $200. You can even use that code in-store at some of their huge mega stores Australia-wide. Price beat guarantee on any Australian spearfishing equipment price. Again, visit them at adreno.com.au. Use the code NoobSpirit. The NoobSpirit podcast is incredibly proud to be partnering with Neptonics.com. It's solid gear that works, equipment you can rely on. It's the very best in spearing gear from around the planet. Neptonics is also the one-stop shop for all your spearfishing gear, particularly in the US. They've got free shipping on all orders over $99 in the US. Furthermore, you can use the code NOOB10 to save 10% off on your entire shopping basket at Neptonics.com. Use the code NOOBSPIRIT, Neptonics.com. Neptonics.com.